I was just about your age, Maya, about 14. So uh, one day I was taking a train back home and this guy, he got up from his seat and he stood up really close to me and I was freaking out, I was so scared. I didn't know to, I didn't have a phone, I didn't know who to speak to and I did not have enough English to tell anyone what's happening. So we both got off the train and he followed me. Hi, I'm Maya. And I'm Zach. Welcome to This Person I Met. In this podcast, we will dive into the fascinating lives of the people around us. Please join us as we share these stories with you. Today, we're interviewing none other than my dear old mother. She left her home in China to come to Boston when she was only in middle school. Later, she would receive terrific musical training from the New England Conservatory of Music and become a piano teacher. She wants to share several stories I've never even heard before from her childhood, all relating to the importance of being vulnerable and asking for help. We found them fascinating and can't wait to share it with you guys. My name is Young Wei Situ. I live in Ann Arbor with my three kids and my husband and my little dog, Ali. Uh, I teach piano professionally and we have lived in Ann Arbor for about 12 years. So my studio has been building for the past 12 years. I have about 30 students in my studio. I just can't really imagine anything else. I think I grew up playing piano and I went to music school and uh, since I was about your age 14 15 I felt this really really strong connection with music and I just it's everything to me music is everything to me and I just can't imagine myself being something else or someone else other than a musician or a music educator in my earlier age, about 14, 15, I knew I wanted to be a musician. And I went to this uh, New England Conservatory of Music in Boston. And it's one of the best music schools in the world. And I felt I received the best music education I could possibly receive from that school. And uh, my teachers, just really incredible musicians, incredible thinkers and um, which I think leads to my life, which is very fulfilling in many ways. And uh, today, I guess my main topic that I want to talk to you guys is about my early years coming to the United States with my parents and uh, a few struggles, not necessarily related to music, but just my personal struggles. And I think that made me in a way become a more communicative person in general and I understand asking for help and the show of vulnerability at some point in life is very important it's a, a very big life lesson to learn so I came to United States I was just about to turn 15 and uh, my dad was a visiting scholar and he brought me to the United States and away lived in Boston for about three years and uh, when we arrived in, in Boston we lived in this area it's all immigrants it's all Mexican and obviously the rent was as cheap as we can possibly get 
and we lived in that area and um, for the first time I came to this came to a new country and I learned to take the subway to go everywhere and one day my parents sent me to to a supermarket called Haymarket and they that's a very you know it's an open market with all kind of sort of leftover food from the market so everything is so cheap but I remember my family you know went there every single week to buy the whole week worth of food and um, so I got to Haymarket with my parents uh, subway pass and I got there I realized I had absolutely no money in my pocket to buy anything so I had to <clears throat> call my parents to tell them, you know, I'm in this place, but I cannot even get back home. I had no money and, uh, you know, I, I just needed help. So with very limited English, I just didn't know what to do for, for uh, you know, a few, for a couple of hours. I just sat at the subway station, didn't know what to do. Either I need to call my parents or I need to figure something out. So I, re I realized there's a phone booth. By that time, that was about 1995, there was no cell phone. So I was just walking around this phone booth and trying to figure out what should I do. I walk around the station and I figure it costs 10 cents to make a phone call from, from the phone booth. So I just spent about a couple of hours walking around the the phone booth walking around the train station looking for 10 cents and I guess my parents were really worried I was not you know they were not hearing from me and I haven't gone back home after a couple of hours and then I just watched every single person pass in front of me and I just need a dime to call my parents which I did not have so I wasted about two hours just circling around, looking on the ground to find 10, 10 cents. Then I decided with my very limited English, I have to ask for 10 cents from someone. And uh, I watched every person walked in front of me. Finally, I decided uh, someone walked a little slower and she was seemed to be very nice. So I asked for 10 cents. And I just remember her genuine, kind smile on her face. She said, I don't remember what she said, but she actually gave me more than 10 cents. She said, just in case you need to go home to take the subway. So I think she gave me a dollar and 10 cents. So I could either call my parents or take the subway to go home. That is the first time I had to ask for help on my own in a new country and it's a, a dime that I had to ask for right so that was that to me that that was life-changing and now that I'm going to keep asking for money but just the fact that I asked for help was important as a, a 14 year old took the subway in Boston day in and day out, you know, morning, afternoon, I take the same subway. And I was just about your age, Maya, about 14 or maybe early 15. And I just noticed there was this guy, he 
took about the same around the same time we took the same subway he was with and he will look at me and smiled and just made me very uncomfortable so uh, one day I was taking a train back home and it was so crowded and I was just standing and holding a handle just to prevent from falling and this guy he got up from his seat and he stood up pretend like he's you know letting someone else elderly to take the seat so he stood up really close to me and because it's so crowded I could really feel his body part and I was freaking out I was so scared I didn't know to I didn't have a phone I didn't know who to speak to and I did not have enough English to tell anyone what's happening so we both got off the train and he followed me and uh, at that moment I knew I, I, I shouldn't or I shouldn't go home because he would just follow me and I knew my parents were not home and I had to do something about it but again there's nobody I knew I could talk about or I, I couldn't call police if I called the police I would not be able to explain the situation and then I just all of a sudden I remember there is a a takeout restaurant really close to the the subway station and it has a, a Chinese title something like dragon <laughs> or something like that you guys know the Chinese takeout restaurant so um, I knew that was my only help only hope so I walked to that restaurant because I, I assumed somebody would speak Chinese or something Mandarin so that I can communicate with them and this Hispanic guy kept following me into that restaurant and then I told some a Chinese the Chinese I think is probably the owner of the restaurant he came out and I explained to him in Chinese that this guy is following me I'm really really scared and um, so this owner of the restaurant he spoke something to that Hispanic guy assumed just to tell him if he doesn't leave he'll call the police or something like that and then he the, the owner just drove me home in his car and um, so yeah I was I felt for the very first time in my life I was very vulnerable but then also it sort of made me to really make a decision or make a judgment that's going to sort of save myself yeah, so that's another thing I never really I don't even think I shared this with my parents because they knew I was taking subways all the time a young young girl and they, I imagine if I told them they'd be so worried and now this is like 25 years later I'm still alive but just thinking about that just made me to realize that for the young kids you know you are going to get into a situation that you're going to feel vulnerable and you really have to find the most um, make really good judgment make really good decision to protect yourself yeah and uh, it's okay to tell people that you're vulnerable it's okay to tell people you know you're not safe 
I think being Asian is a part of it because in this culture there are people who take advantage of people who don't speak English that well. And um, you guys probably can hear this part in the story. I, he probably assumed that my English was very limited. So I'm sure he was in a way taking advantage of that. And uh, again, this kind of, we can call it a harassment or sexual harassment. I never even imagined myself would encounter this kind of situation. Um, but it, I guess it happens all the time. It happens everywhere. But just because I came from a background that I never really imagined it could happen to me. So uh, that why, that's why I think it was difficult to ask for help. And also, where do I ask for help? That's another thing. I couldn't explain the situation in, in the language that people can understand because my English at that time was just really limited. Through all my college years, I had to, you know, do a lot of things to support myself. So at some point I worked six jobs in my undergrad years. And I remember one day, I, uh, I was late. I was taking a poetry class. And my poetry teacher, her name is Mrs. Lepson. And she just really one of the most beautiful human being. And uh, she held this poetry meetings class. I remember it was a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And I was, I was just in love with that class. I was very enthusiastic writing the poetry and being involved in her class. And then I was late for one particular meeting. And then she was surprised I was late because I was always a good student, always very punctual and always very responsible. So she just kind of casually asked me, you know, why are you late? Then I start telling her all the jobs I had to take, all the works I have to do beside being a full-time student. Then she got really into my story and uh, and we became really close friends. And one day she said, okay, Yangwei, could you just come to my office? And I said, sure. So I went to her office and she handed me the, an envelope. She had a, a check of $1,000 in the envelope that written in my name. I asked her, what's this for? And she said, I just wish you can take one job less so you can focus on being a student and have a little college life. And that was really surprisingly kind. So, and it's very touching because I felt like I met someone who believed in me and who cared about me. Although she was not a family member or friends, she was actually my teacher. She was my mentor. So knowing someone who really, you know, who believes in you is a really great feeling. And there are just so many kind people there. Do you have any advice for asking for help? Uh, I think being genuine. Yeah, be genuine. You know, just tell the truth. Yeah, it's not like I'm begging for help, but just because I really needed help. I think in both situations, I felt the need that I, I felt the need to ask for help. It's not something I, I felt I had a, 
the power to resolve on my on my own. And if you're you're you are in that situation, and I think it's important that you speak up, and the help is much closer than you imagine. It's tremendously difficult because we all are provided by our wonderful families with almost everything, and that's why it was so hard for me to ask for a dime because I was given everything in my life before I came to the United States, and we never, you know, go through any hardship. But as we arrive in this new country, I felt the culture is. Culture shock. It's such a different environment, and also the limit. My limited language skill is not another reason why it was so difficult. And they just assume everybody in life will will going to run into situation. You're going to be so uncomfortable to ask for help, but you just have to. And there's no shame to 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 do that.